episode of the Bougie Boss Podcast is brought to you by Brunch with Bosses Conference 2019. This is not your ordinary conference. Be prepared to go next level. Brunch with Bosses 2019 is a conference for aspiring entrepreneurs, established entrepreneurs, and all bossed up babes. It's designed to build, boost, and bond over brunch. You can now register today at bit.ly, that's B as in boy, I-T dot L-Y forward slash all capitals brunch with bosses one nine. Let's start the show. You're listening to the Bougie Boss Podcast, a podcast specifically designed for the classy bossed up woman who's looking to build her empire and start living the life that she deserves. I am your host, Marissa Janine. So grab a glass of wine, sit back, take notes, and enjoy the show. Welcome, 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 and welcome back to the Bougie Boss Podcast. This is your host, Marissa Janae, Kingdom Boss serial entrepreneur, and Christian, a lifestyle coach, bringing you another episode of the Bougie Boss Podcast. Hello, my babes, and welcome to Monday. I hope that you have enjoyed your weekend and you did some fun and exciting things this weekend. Welcome to those who are joining for the first time and clicked on this podcast. I hope that you gain value today. Make sure to comment, rate, and subscribe. Share it with your family and friends. And those who have been rocking with me from day one, my bougie babes, my bust up babes, welcome back for another episode. And you also make sure that you share this with your family and friends. And today, guys, we have another guest on the podcast. I know you guys are like, as soon as she found out how to get guests on the podcast, she has been having multiple, multiple guests. Yes, guys, I'm enjoying having guests on the podcast, but this is not any ordinary guest. This is one of the speakers for the Brunch with Bosses conference, and she's also filled with talents. I'm not going to give away everything. I'm going to let her speak and give you her background and you just run down her credentials to you. Um, but before we get started, if you have not yet registered for the Brunch with Bosses conference, make sure to click the link in the show notes. Go ahead and register. We are just a couple of days away from the conference. I am up to my elbows with swag bags. The swag bags are just filled with so many good things and the speakers are ready. I mean, there's just an anointing that's already over this conference and the things that I've gone through to get to this conference to make this happen for you guys. You have to be in the room and we'll have a separate podcast about that later just to tell you the journey of this conference. But without further ado, I do want to introduce you to Miss Sharon Monet. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me. Hi, guys. And thank you so much for joining the podcast today. And if you could just let my listeners know uh, just a little bit about yourself, just give them a little bit of background about you. Okay, well, I am award-winning author, playwright. I am also a book publisher and I am the CEO and founder of Pen Legacy LLC. She is being modest. You, uh-uh, come on now. <laughs> Run them down. down, girl. Run all down. The- come on. Let's talk about plays. We got books oh, out. Yes, we got yes, coaching. Yes. 
I am a playwright. I am a book. I'm an author as well. I am a, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a writer. I am a, I'm a coach. I'm an entrepreneur and writing coach. I'm also, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm everything. <laughs> she's also a mompreneur, guys. She's also a yes, mother and she's doing this. I am a mother. Yes. I'm a mom manager. I am getting ready to be an army mom. Wow. Yeah. Yes. I am every woman. I literally am <laughs> Chicken Con song. I, that's who I am. There we go. So when people ask me, who are you? I'm like, I'm Chicken Con song. I'm every woman, honey. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, just let my listeners know what made you, did it start with writing? What made you get into the industry? It started with writing, always been a writer. Um, I started out in the industry as a poet and it just literally evolved. It kind of just um, took me from writing poems to writing articles, to writing songs, to writing books, to writing plays, and now writing for other people as well as myself. Awesome. So um, for my for my babes out there, if you can see from the title of this podcast, it's called Purpose Driven. So right. um, just let us know about how this purpose ha- has been the vehicle to get to where you are now. This you would say that this is your God given purpose. Is that correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's only by the grace of God that I'm here. Hallelujah. Yeah, so if you can just expand on on that and just give us a timeline of events that, you know, led you to where you are right now. So, like I said, I started writing um, at a very young age. I became a published author at the age of 14. And it literally, writing for me has just always been a vehicle of communications. So for me, it was like, instead of me talking to you verbally, it just made it easier for me to put it down on paper. And as life happened, my writing evolved because, again, I write to communicate. So I I turned, you know, different things that I was going through, you know, being a a single mom graduating college and jumping right into motherhood and trying to find a job and, you know, going through marriage and then going through a divorce. It was like as my life turned, my writing turned. But in 2008, when in my eyes, I say I kind of hit rock bottom is when the purpose behind the pen happened. I took it from, instead of me just writing just to release, I took it to writing in a business. Because at that point in time, it was like, okay, if anything can save me at this moment with you know facing eviction, going through a divorce, shut off notices, now a single mom of two, and, and no money and health issues, it was like, okay, now if there's anything that's going to save me, it's going to be what God gave me. Because everything of man on earth left me. So it was like, okay, God is me and you. But what are we going to do? How are we going to bring this back around? And it literally went from me writing everything down into a composition book in 2008 to me becoming a, another real published author in 2010 to creating my own publishing company in 2015 to me publishing my first um, stage play in 2012. So it literally went from one composition book and nothing to me saying, okay, I got it to everything. We cannot trust a man, just like the, the scripture says, you know, put all your faith in, not in man, but in God, you know, we cannot put our trust in, you know, 
where our next dollar comes in man because he supplies all of our needs and we have to make sure that we seek him for all of our needs so yes with I, I mean, that was all, you know, him, I believe, and all, you know, Holy Spirit and you to know to go to God and know to lean into him. And then he started to release blessings for you for that, with your pen and with your writing. So what, uh, what type of writing do you do? Is there certain, you know, I'm, I'm not too familiar with it, but is there certain type of writing that you do? Well, I actually, my genre of people, because when it comes to books and different things of that nature, you always kind of have your genre, fiction, nonfiction, self-help, Christian living, business. Um, so my area of writing normally is inspirational, self-help um, type of realm, because I, I really believe that your story is somebody else's blessing. Mm-hmm. So I use myself, you know, my testimony, my journey, my woulda, shoulda, couldas, to kind of inspire the next person to get out of their own way. So all of my books, really, I always tell people, if you read my books from beginning to end, you will know who Sharon is. Not Sharon Monet, because Monet is my, my pen name, but you will understand the woman behind the pen. So I really just use my life, like a lot of writers, even whether it's book writers or singers, we use our pen to tell our story. Because a lot of people look to entertainers or writers to learn. Say reality, but true. But we look up to the people we see to say, hey, if she can, I can. If they can, I can. If Beyonce can do that, I can do that. So we are those people that give everybody hope. Yeah. And I do believe, I mean, just with you just using your your life, someone else is going to be able to um, relate to that, you know, just being or, you know, ordinary person, you know, starting from where you were and then just rising and not even done yet, just to the point that you are now, again, just giving someone hope, give, you know, that resonating with them when they do read, you know, read your pieces. So, I mean, I know you just had a, a, a play. If you could just, you know, and listen, this wasn't the first play. <laughs> so if you could just tell them a little bit about your plays and, you know, how that came about that you went from just putting the pen to paper, now you're on Broadway. Right. So the play story is kind of funny because I actually was doing books before I actually did play. But I realized, and I had a lot of people tell me when I first released my first book, is that people don't read. That I always heard that. People don't read. People don't read books. You're wasting your time with books. People don't read books. And it was just like, okay, so how do I get the message out there without people reading books? So back then, when I when I really started taking it serious, I was going through my divorce, and I was watching Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry play plays were like my driving motivation to be like, girl, you got this. So as I'm sitting there watching the plays, and I'm like, you know, I could do this too. And I went on Google because Google was my best friend. Yes. And I learned how to write a play. And I wrote my first play, Living Your Life. It premiered in Philly in 2012. My very first play went off like a hitch. It was like I had a whole team, a director, a cast, a crew, a set. And I was like, wow. Okay. And and people, even though that first play was about my first book, because I adapted the book into the play, mm-hmm. it was like it was received more. And it was like, wow, okay, so people are not readers, they're visual learners. People want to see their life in action, which was kind of crazy for me, because when I saw my story on stage, it was like, okay, this is weird, Sharon, you was real stupid. But for <laughs> other people, 
it was it was therapy for them because then they were now they're connecting with someone else to be like, hey, I'm not in this by myself. So the plays just evolved. I, I adapted my son's book into a play. And then just recently I put up my play, Get Out of Your Own Way. It premiered last year in Hollywood, California. And we literally just closed here in New York, May 11th. So, and I, I write plays for other people. I adapt books into plays. Because people, everybody has a story. Everybody has a story that they want to be told. So all I, all I did really was just learn other vessels to help you get your story told. And now get out of your own way. I'm working on a sequel because there'll be a part two to the play. And then I'm also working on the film. So it's like that play really encompassed, I'm not going to say just my life, but everyday people. And people I've sold out, we've done nine shows so far of that play. And so there are pretty much all of them. That is absolutely awesome. Like I said, I mean, if you're just being genuine, you know, with your writing and what you're trying to do, you're going to attract, you know, the right people. And then from there, even more people, you know, word of mouth is going to, you know, get out there. I mean, just stay genuine, you know, to what you are doing, which I already know that you are, you know, going to stay genuine to what you do. So for those that are out there that are maybe wanting to start a book, or they just don't know where to start. They might have a journal. They might just be journaling their lives. They may have a prayer journal. You know, how can they get into writing and publish their first book? Contact me at www.penlegacy.com. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So contact me. I told you guys I am a book publisher. Um, as well as an author. So I bring to the table a lot of experience. I'm also a best-selling author. I'm a award-winning author. Um, so if it's, you know, if you're ready to take that leap of, you know, to jump into author authorship, then, hey, I, I have a spot waiting for you in a bookstore that's ready to house your book. So would they be doing, you know, correctly? Because I do have a friend in which, you know, he journals, you know, his okay. life right now, you know, actually okay. God instructed him to journal his life right now because eventually it's going to become a book, you know? Right. So is that a good way to start? Well, uh, see, it, it's really different because it, one, it depends on what your story's about because just because you journal don't make a journal a good book. Um, so it really depends on your story. It really depends on you know, is this a topic that people are interested in? When people come to me and ask me about my publishing services or how to get started, the first thing that I ask them is what's the story? Because some people have this thing to whereas I have a story, I have a book. And just because you have a book don't mean you're going to have sales. So at the end of the day, we have to understand books are a business and nobody wants to pay the money to get a book published and not, you know, make any money back. So one, you have to make sure that you have a story that people are interested in, not your family and friends. Because if you go into any business thinking that your family and friends is going to hold you down, you're going to be very upset. So you have to show, you have to make sure one, you have a story that the, that the world is going to appreciate or that the world is going to learn from. Number two, I normally tell people, just write it. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be formatted. That's not your job. That's a publisher's job. It doesn't have, the grammar doesn't have to be correct. That's the editor's job, not your job. So it's literally write the story out. Just whatever your thoughts is, whatever you feel as though, you know, you want to share with the world, write it. Once you write it and you're pleased with it, 
then you can start scouting around or figuring out which ways you want to publish. Because there are, there are different ways to publish. You can self-publish it and do it all yourself. You can get a, a small press publishing company like myself and have someone to like coach you and help you and work with you and do the publishing for you and help you excel. Or you can try to sell it off to a traditional publisher, which is you sell your book to them. You give them the rights to your book. They publish. They're making money. No different than a record deal. So it's a lot of homework to this world. It's a lot of opportunities. It's a lot, it's a, like I said, it's a business. So if this is something that you really want to go into, definitely Google is your friend. Once you, once you know you have a story, do the research and make it happen. How do they know that they have a good story? You know, with business, like, you know, with my side of business and what I do, you can do beta testing. You can kind of, you know, put things out there and then see if it grabs attention. Do they do the same thing with same thing. story? Okay. A lot of times I tell people, start putting some of the pieces of your story up on Facebook as a post. And people don't have to know what's your story. Just put stuff up there. See if people gravitate. Or connect with other writers. Sometimes you can just connect with a friend who's a writer and have them read, beta it. Because, I mean, you don't know. Just like any any person in business, you're not going to know if this is going to sell. Every entrepreneur who releases something is releasing it on faith. We don't know. I can say, hey, I can get 10 people to beta, put a book out there, or put a book out, uh, play out there, and it still won't sell. Because people are finicky. You, you don't know. So, but... As long as you have confidence and as confidence and as long as you put your best foot forward with the product, you do your necessary homework, you do your marketing, you strategize, you connect because sometimes, especially in the book world, it's who you know, who are you connected to? Because book world is, is very close like music world. So it's all about who you know. If you're connected with someone who's connected, you can soar. If you're self-publishing and you don't know what you're doing, you just know you have a book, well, that's all you're going to have at the end of the day is a book. So what you put in it is what you get out of it. But it's, it's, it's a faith game. The books is, or plays or writing, it's all a faith game. There is no guarantee and no business. I don't care what you put out. Everybody, Every entrepreneur is faith in this. Absolutely. Some of us is lucky. Some of us is not lucky. Absolutely. So would you say, um, which would be better? Let's just say, because, you know, some people put their books on Amazon and that's it. Some people, you know, go to, you um, just do eBooks or, you know, they don't want the hardcover or, you know, soft cover books. Like, do you, do you have like a preference or which one is better or it all depends on that person? It really all depends on the person and their vision. If you're just a person who want to put a book out because I got a story, then Amazon works perfectly for you. But if you're a person who wants to soar or who wants to adapt their book into a play or who want to monetize or capitalize and get speaking engagements and really use that book as your vessel, because books for, in my world, books equal speaking. A, a, a good speaker, nine times out of 10, has a book to back them. If you're walking around saying, oh, I'm a speaker, I'm a this speaker, I'm a this speaker, and you don't have a book, you lose losing money. Truth be told, you are losing tons of money. Books and speaking is like your millions, literally. Every speaker that you see from Lisa to Les Brown, Steve Harvey, Joyce Myers, they all got books. So it really depends on the vessel and how much you're looking to capitalize. But this, this is a business for me. So my books are distributed worldwide. I'm in continents and I don't even have a passport because I want somebody in the UK to read my book, which I have a lot of vivid readers 
and avid readers in the UK and in France. I don't have a passport. I've never been. But somebody over there, you know, has read my book or liked my book. And then I get, you know, invitations to do blog talk or, you know, interviews or press magazines over there in countries that I've never been. So books expand your reach. So it really depends on what people vision. If you're doing this just to say, I got a book, go ahead, Kindle and Amazon it all day. But if you're looking to really build your brand, because a book makes you an expert, a book gives you credibility, a book literally elevates your brand and your business. So your, your decision, you know, of your future really will dictate which way you go. And then when it comes to either the paperback versus the hardback, I always look at, and I've always been told, hardback is credi credibility. Like if you always look at like your, your politicians or your entertainers, they have hardback books. They don't have paperback books. Paperback books are literally just your quick reader, literature, romance, suspense. They're just your basic novel. But if you're teaching, if you're educating, if you're leveraging, you want a nice hardback because now that's making you, you know, that, that guru or that celebrity. It literally adds value to you as an author and you as a person. Like a lot of my books are in paperback, but my entrepreneur book is in hardback because I am an entrepreneur. So why would I downgrade who I am? I need that book to elevate me. And when people touch that book and read that book, it literally makes them say, okay, you know what? I'm willing to pay you, you know, your coaching fee because this book says you're worth it. So that book adds value. Wow, you just opened my eyes, okay? I'm glad I asked that question. I had no idea because there is a book that will be coming from this camp, you know, soon. <laughs> Centered around my ministry for single women. And, you know, I know it needs to be in a hardback form and not paperback because it's definitely, you know, an education piece, you know. So that, I really appreciate that. And I hope you guys grab that as well when you start writing your books. So that was excellent, excellent information. So just to uh, deviate just a little bit, just, you know, you said that you have two sons. How do you do it all as a mother? And, you know, you're traveling, you're writing books and you're publishing and you're coaching. How do you do it all as a mother? Time management and a good schedule, literally, because I mean, I mean, it's me and my boys, but you know, I, and they grew up in this world because when 2008 hit, my oldest son was six, my youngest was a baby. So they literally, like, no, Chris was seven. They grew, they like literally, you know, grew up. So it was like they either with me, like when I premiered my play in LA, they were right there. So, and then because I'm a writer, I literally just sit home a lot of times on a computer. It really don't cost for me to do a whole lot of traveling. If I have to travel, they're there. So it's, it's a really a family, it's a family affair. And then my oldest son, he sings. My youngest son is the boss. So, you know, we, we got our own little, you know, enterprise going on over here. I know that's right. All in the family. Keep it in the family. Family wealth, generational wealth. Uh, there you go. You know, to come from your family. So before we let you go today, what book <laughs> would you recommend uh, for my listeners just being entrepreneurs or what book are you reading right now that you can suggest to them? Okay, so I'll give you two because I always got to pitch myself. 
<laughs> but the the one book that I would recommend is a book called Essential Essentialism. That book changed my life, and I don't think I have it down here to tell you who was by, but um, but the book is called Essentialism, and that book it literally helped me when it came to living your life based on what you need to do, not what the world wants you to do. Not what, you know, society says or your job says or sometimes what you even say. It's literally getting to the nuts, the nuts and bolts of who you are, who you're destined to be, and doing just that. Taking out the noise, taking out the distractions, and just do what it is you're supposed to do. And being able to say no. And when I, I literally read that book on like one plane ride, like it, because it literally, like I saw so much of why I can't get so much stuff done in that book. And by the time I got done that book, it's like my whole energy on yes and no change. It was like, I'm not going to say maybe no more. Like maybe it's not even in my category. Somebody say, hey, Sharon, can you do it? I'm no or yes. Like I got rid of the gray area. And now by me getting rid of the gray areas, my time, my energy, my vibe, my opportunities, my doors, it's like everything just like open because now my plate is clean. I don't have society, family, and my life on one plate. I got me. So that's one book I would recommend. And then the other book when it comes to entrepreneurship would be my book, I Want to Quit My Job, Eight Strategies to Building a Brand While Employed. And the only reason why I would recommend that book, and that's actually my story on being an entrepreneur, but also, you know, I'm really teaching about entrepreneurship, you know, the, the four P's of pitching, how to get investments, how to get funding, and like literally is the go-to guy for entrepreneurs. But the other reason why I would recommend that book is because I know a lot, and I have a lot of people who come to me thinking, oh, I have to quit my job so I can become an entrepreneur. And it's like, no, you don't. I literally built this business while employed with the federal government and never missed the beat at all. Because building a business, before your business becomes successful, you're an administrative assistant. Like, let's be clear. Because you have to do paperwork. You got to, you know, make your business legal. You have to find money for your business. You got to give your business a name. You got to do, like, it's, it, you're literally a secretary for your business Become your actually, before you actually become the CEO of your business. So that book teaches you how to use your job to leverage your business until your business can leverage you as a business owner. And that's very important because I, I, I see people on Facebook like, girl, I quit. I quit my nine to five. And then six months later, they're like, child, I got to find a job. Like, okay, so you didn't do something right. You didn't do something right. So you shouldn't be quitting your job. I mean, we can all walk on faith, but okay, let, let's be realistic with this faith thing. Because entrepreneur by yourself will make you homeless. So you have to prepare for it. So those would be my two book recommendations. Awesome. Awesome. I do definitely recommend that second book. That sounds like it is chock full with everything they need to get yes. their businesses started and sustain, you know, once they get their business started. So that sounds like a good roadmap uh, to get started. And I'm definitely going to link... Um, that link into the show notes so they'll be able to go straight to that book and grab that book. I definitely recommend that guys. Do you have any last words of advice before we go today? 
Make sure you guys, if you're in the Philadelphia area, make sure you come out next Saturday. I am one of the speakers. I will be helping people find their voice, which is so important. And as you see, if you watch the news, CNN, MSNBC, everybody talking, child. So since everybody talking, then you better find your way to come to the table to talk because we can't get nothing done if we're quiet. Absolutely. And there it is. Saturday. <laughs> and there it is. So we will see you guys <laughs> Saturday, May 25th at the Brunch with Bosses conference. Come with your pen, your papers. Come with questions to ask these speakers. Make sure you soak up all the knowledge that you can at this conference. Make sure you make connections at this conference because you are not going to leave this conference in the same way you entered in through those doors. So get ready ready. And also make sure that you click the link in the show notes and sign up for my Form Her program, the single woman's blueprint to becoming a kingdom woman and wife. So make sure that you sign up for the email sign up for that program. I have some great things that are coming soon. Make sure you follow on Facebook and also on Instagram. And Sharon's information will also be in the show notes. So make sure that you grab onto this opportunity now. Make sure that you contact her, ask questions. If you have a book that you are ready to get out, she is the one to go to. So guys, I will see you guys on the next podcast and on May. 25th. Bye-bye.